Hello, and welcome to another episode of Freedom Fridays. This is your host, Tabika Garns, and it is a pleasure to share with you on another Friday. Um, You know, I am really enjoying doing this podcast, and I am really praying that this information is blessing someone. And if it's blessing you, please don't hesitate to share with those that you know and those that you love and those that you know may benefit from this information. So today our topic is going to be on jealousy. And before we get started, you know what I have to do first. Um, That is something that I cannot um, leave out because I always say, This podcast belongs to God and he chose me to be the lead and to do it. And so with that, um, I know that I cannot do this without him and his help um, because he calms me down. He takes away the nervousness. um, He helps me gather my thoughts and he speaks through me. So I just want to give him some praise before we get started. Heavenly Father, I thank you for another day. And I thank you for those that are listening right now and those that will listen later. Lord, I just ask that you be with them. You know their lives. You know their circumstances. You know their trials and tribulations. Lord God, you know their prayers. You know what it is that they're confronting. Or you know that they're going through a really good season in their life right now. And Father, I ask that you just continue to comfort them, be with them, Um, hold them and wrap them in your arms, Father God. Um, I, I just pray, Father God, that they'll feel the closeness of you because you truly never left. You never walked away from us. You've always been right there with us. But sometimes the things that we go through, we allow those circumstances to become bigger than what God is, even though we know that those circumstances aren't bigger than you, Lord. But sometimes when our focus is on those things, we tend to fall apart and fall away from the Lord. And so, Father, right now, I ask for forgiveness, Lord God. I ask for forgiveness for the times um, that we've come upon something that seemed so big to us that we lost focus off of you. We took our focus off of you. We turned our back on you, Father God. We became mad and angry with you, Lord God. And so, Father, I just ask for forgiveness now. I pray, Lord God, that you would um, create in us a clean heart, Father, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Lord God, I repent. Lord God, for those things that have kept us in the dark, those things um, that that we believed over you and your word. Lord, I just thank you for being the same God yesterday, today, and forever, Lord God. And I know that you are working on our hearts. You're working on our minds. You're causing us to change our ways. Um, You're causing us to see things differently. You're causing us to want more and want better. You're causing us to love our brothers and sisters sisters unconditionally. Lord God, I just thank you for your unconditional love. I thank you for your peace. I thank you for your joy. I thank you for your healing. I thank you for your deliverance, Lord God. I thank you for all the things that you are doing um, on this podcast and, and in the lives of the people that are listening. Lord God, I just thank you that you are 
faithful, Lord God. Um, you see us through some things. You open up doors for us. You create ways for us, Lord God. I just thank you, Lord God. I just thank you that you are who you say you are. And I thank you that your promises are yes and amen. And I thank you that your promises never return into you void. And I give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord God. Um, so today I am going to be discussing jealousy and, um, you know, that, that word is prevalent or relevant, sorry. Um, in the season, the times that we're in right now, we've just come out of a pandemic and I pray that we won't have to go backwards. I pray that, you know, we just keep going forward and just do what we are supposed to do to keep, you know, ourselves and our families healthy and safe. And so because of the pandemic, um, a lot of people have lost things. Um, yeah, a lot of people have lost things. A lot of people, um, have lost hope. Um, a lot of people can't see, um, their way out of situations right now. And so it is um, a very dark time as people are trying to get back um, on track. And so, you know, we know about unemployment um, being stopped. We know about things um, coming back into play, our rent having to be paid, you know, the gas and electric bill, our student loans are probably are coming back around. And that the, the spirit of jealousy is going to rise um, because there are going to be so many people um, that don't have much. And they're going to be looking at others, you know, trying to figure out how is it that through this whole thing, you still had your job, you didn't lose anything, you still living in the same house, you still have the same vehicle, you didn't lose anything, but yet I lost everything. And, and you know, the spirit of jealousy is not going to, is not going to um, take over every person's situation, but those that are hopeless right now, it is gonna it is gonna do its very best to creep in to those situations. So you just wanna keep your eyes open. Um, you know, keep your eyes open for that that ugly, that that ugly jealousy. Just keep your eyes open. Um, however, continue to live your life. How continue to to live your life, and when it rises against you, don't take it personally. Meaning, don't take it personally towards the person because it's not actually the person; it's um, a spirit using the person for a reason or for to do whatever it is that the enemy wants that person to do against you. And so I really don't want to go too deep into, you know, the spirits and the demons and stuff like that at this moment, because I want people to understand. I want to, I want to connect people at their level with, I want to connect with people at their level. I don't want to go um, above or, you know, above their heads and make them feel, you know, like, oh, I don't understand. She's so deep in this and that and the other. Um, but 
somewhere some somewhere down the line i will start talking about that stuff but i want to talk in plain english i want to i want people to understand you know the things that i'm teaching and talking about because this is the time where people have to understand what is going on in the earth now um my again my desire and my passion is to see people be set free to live the life um that god created them to live you know god has great things for us and if we would just get past the things that we see here on the earth and the things that we've been through um you will begin to see everything that god had or has for you but if we continue to walk in those dark places um we're we're going to miss we are going to miss the things that god has for us and so jealousy is um, a complex emotion um, that deals with feelings that, that range from sus uh, suspicion to rage, um, to fear, or to humiliation. Um, it can happen to all people of all ages and genders. And I wanna come, I wanna share a story from the Bible um, from 1 Samuel and starting in chapter 18. And it first deals with a, a little shepherd boy um, named David. And David tended to his father's sheep and, and goats and things like that. And he was not trained to fight, but he had a warrior's heart. And so he wasn't afraid, <clears throat> sorry, he wasn't afraid of the giant who used, and the giant's name was Goliath. And for those of you who have never heard of the story, David and Goliath, I admonish you to open your Bible and go to 1 Samuel starting at chapter 18. Um, so he wasn't afraid of the giant Goliath who used his height and his stature and his voice um, to intimidate people. Instead, David put all of his faith in God that he could, you know, he could beat this giant. And so Saul, uh, Saul was a king at that time and he gave David the go ahead to fight the giant. And with one try, David killed the giant. You know, from the, from that day on, um, David was accepted into the king's family and became good friends with the king's son. So David, there was no fear. David had no fear about this giant that was way taller and bigger than him. Um, he be, David became the commander over the men of war. And so when they came back from um, the war that, that David had just just killed this giant the women from the towns came out to meet king saul and they sang and danced for joy um and they sang and danced a song and they sang a song and the song said king saul has killed thousands and david has killed ten thousand and at that very moment that king saul heard um, that King Saul heard what the women said, he became very angry. And he was angry that they were giving David credit for give, for killing 10,000s and only King Saul thousands. And this was the very point, point where jealousy entered the friendship. Then that spirit jealousy began to torment Saul, making him feel less than or that David was better than him. So, so picture this, you have this 
king, King Saul. He's the king. He's supposed to be getting all the accolades from the people um, because he's the king. But then this little shepherd boy comes from nowhere and kills this giant that they have been afraid of for so long that, that you know that King Saul and his team they would run from this 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 giant because they were so afraid of him and then David just comes along David was a little boy at that you know at that time he was a little boy he came along no fear what and uh, what and you know whatsoever because he was used to having to protect the sheep and the goats from bears and lions and stuff like that so he didn't have any fear about this giant the giant was like nothing to him so because of because of what this the the song that was saying king Saul became very jealous so he tried to ki uh, he tried killing David, but David escaped twice from the spear that King Saul threw at him. And once King Saul saw that David escaped death twice, um, King Saul became afraid of David because he could see that God was protecting him. King Saul was doing everything in his power to get rid of. David or make him feel like, you know, he wasn't anything. He demoted David. Um, instead of David being, you know, over tens of thousands, he made him, you know, the, the leader over thousands. Instead of 10,000s, he made him the leader over thousands. So he kind of like demoted him from where he was. Um, but David succeeded in everything he did because he did it for the Lord and the Lord was with him. The people loved David because he was so successful, successful at leading his troops into battle. Again, King Saul, he, he, he could not get, you know, David out of his mind. He was filled with anger. You know, that spirit of jealousy was tormenting him. And King Saul, all he could see, all he wanted to do was kill David. That was his mission. You know, he wasn't going to rest until he killed David. Um, so again, he, he did everything he could to try and get rid of David, but nothing worked. And David's name was very famous. And, and, you know, that made King Saul even more, um, afraid of him, even more jealous of him. And so Saul continually, King Saul did continually did everything in his power to find and kill David, but David kept getting away. And David kept getting away because God was protecting him. He was protected by God. And so that meant that King Saul couldn't, couldn't do anything against David because the Lord had not given King Saul permission to hurt him or, you know, find him or whatever. So that's why every time King, King Saul would, uh, his, his people would tell him where David was by the time that King Saul got there, David was no longer there because God had already warned him that King Saul was coming to kill him. So one day, um, David saw King Saul and had the opportunity to kill him, but he didn't. He spared the king's life, although he had the chance to kill him. He had an opportune um, a chance to kill him, an opportunity to kill him. Um, King Saul was in a cave or something and David and his team and his troops were like hiding in the back of the cave, but they could 
they could see that King Saul had come in there to relieve himself. So King Saul's troops weren't with him. He was by himself. And so David's troops were like, you know, this is your time. This is your chance to kill him right here and right now because um, King Saul was, he wasn't on point. He was caught off guard. So when, you know, David walked up to him and cut a piece of King Saul's robe, but he did not kill him because at that moment when he cut um, King Saul's robe, he became convicted and becoming convicted allowed him or let him know that he was not supposed to kill King Saul. So he was being obedient to the Lord because the Lord had not given him permission to kill King, um, King Saul. So he didn't, even though, you know, all of that, that King Saul put him through, David showed him mercy and let him live. So King Saul was very surprised and amazed at how David carried himself. And at that moment, King, the, um, King Saul accepted the fact that David was chosen by God. So you see, there's going to be a lot of times that things and people are going to try to tear you down and lie on you and do whatever it is that, that they can do to kill you, to destroy your name, to lie on you, um, to make you feel like you're, you're, you know, you're less than, or you're not worthy of who God has called you to be, you know, jealousy will cause people to withhold information so that you won't grow um, or you won't learn certain things. They become intimidated of the power that an anointing that, that is on your life that God has given you. And so even though all of these things are seem to be against you, when God has called you to do something, when he has called you to a certain region, to a nation, to a, a state or a city, it doesn't matter who tries to stop those things from happening. When God has already um, placed you in a position, it's going to happen. Yes, people are going to do everything to tear you down and try to stop um, those things from coming into fruition. But God is in control and he is greater than anybody trying to trying to stop you. Nobody can stop God's plan, but God. And so if you know that a position is yours, but you keep seeing a position being filled by somebody else because the hiring manager doesn't like you, but they know that you're qualified. So they keep overlooking you and they're overlooking you on purpose. Don't worry about it. That may not, that particular position in that company may not be yours. Your position may be the CEO of a different company. So so don't get all bent out of shape and mad and upset and want to fight because, you know, this person is intentionally doing things against you. Know that when God has told you something, um, when he has shown you something, when you know that you're qualified for something, but you keep being overlooked, don't get upset. Don't get mad because God is going to make a way for that thing to happen for you. And when people do things intentionally against you, still show them love. You know why? Because the love of God will cause people to change their mind about their ways. When they see the true love of God um, come from us, 
they will change their mind and their ways about how they treat people, about how they view things. Even in situations like now that we're in, when we talk about racism and we talk about, you know, um, injustice and things like that, when we act a certain way, when, when people provoke us and we react to that negatively, you know, those situations cause them to feel like, oh yeah, we already knew that they were going to act like that. But when you react in a positive way, it confuses them. It causes them to scratch their head. They can't understand how it is that they provoked you and was in your face and all of that. And you didn't react. Let me tell you something. I'm not saying that I'm not saying that when somebody is in your face and I mean, they are in your face and they are screaming things. And I know it's very hard to control yourself at that moment because at that moment, they are in your personal space because now that close in your face, that has become like an assault. And, and your first reaction is to defend yourself. But when, and so that part, I understand all the Bible says to turn the other cheek. I understand that part. But when you're somebody is in your face and I can't say, but because we are to follow God's word and what he tells us to do. When somebody is in your face and they're saying racist stuff, you know, it's hard to control yourself. But just just think if you would just walk away. If you turned and, and walked in the opposite direction of that person, they're going to feel dumb because now they're talking to themselves. People do things to get a reaction out of you. And when they get that re reaction out of you, it satisfies Whatever that is that's going on within them, that satisfies that. But if you are able to walk away, if you're able to, you know, to say something kind in the midst of that negativity, I'm telling you, it, it confuses a person. It confuses that spirit that has risen up against you. And so, you know, when people, when you, when you're in relationship and friendship with people and you find out um, that this whole time they were secretly jealous of you, still pray for them, still love them. They don't have to be close to you anymore, but your reaction to the situation means everything. If your reaction to the, to the situation is positive, they're going to always, they're going to look at you like, wow, um, just like. Uh, King Saul did with David. He was amazed and surprised that David did not kill him, that David showed him mercy. Although King Saul did all of that stuff to try to tear David down, all because he was jealous. Now, can you imagine if you was in that situation and, um, or you're in a similar situation and somebody's jealous of you and they're lying on you? They're, they, you know, they're gossiping about you. Um, they making up stuff to, to, to cast your name in a bad light. And all you can say to them is, you know what? I forgive you. You know, I choose to forgive you, but I am going to move on. Their whole agenda just fell. 
Their, their whole motive and intent means nothing anymore because you didn't give them what it, the reaction that they actually wanted from you. And so the positive reaction can cause can actually cause a person to change their mind about their ways, can actually cause a person to decide, you know what, I see the love of God in this person and they could have really, really hurt me and they did not. And so that may cause them to seek God you know, for themselves. So we never know, you, we never know our position and how our position in a situation can cause someone to change their mind about their ways and cause them to want to, to know the Lord and want to obey the Lord because of your walk with the Lord. Um, you know, when people see when people see us Christians, they should see Christ in us. They should see Christ in us. Our lives should be a living witness to other people to want to say yes to the Lord. No, we're not perfect by any means. We're not. Yes, we're going to make mistakes. And on a daily basis, our lives should look like Jesus. Our lives should be a living witness to those that don't know him. And so being positive is something that you should, you know, being positive is something that you should want to um, do every day. It shows up, show the positive of who Christ is. There's nothing negative about nothing negative about Christ. However, our characteristics and our demeanor and our flesh, you know, can sometimes turn people off from wanting to, you know, wanting to be in a relationship with the Lord because they're looking at us. They're looking at our react reactions. They're looking at how we treat people. You know, they're looking at how we love people. And if all of that looks like the world, but you say that you love God, they begin to question who God is or what God it is that you're talking about. So no matter how hard it gets, no matter how hard it looks, we have to love people with the love of God. It is in the Bible that we are to love our neighbors as we love ourselves. And if you don't love yourself, then you can understand why somebody else does not, you know, people can't love anybody else if they don't love themselves. But you can be taught how to love yourself, you can be taught how to love others. And so that's what that's what I wanted to share um, on this podcast today. And I really um, hope that it blessed somebody. I really hope that it opened somebody's eyes to a different way of reacting and showing love and mercy and grace to people. Um, because again, our... Our whole intent here is to share the gospel with others. It wasn't to fight each other. It wasn't to be in competition with each other. It was not to compare, you know, ourselves to each other. It was none of that. It was to share the gospel. And so again, I thank you for listening in. I thank you for your time. And I thank you for sharing 
Um, you can reach me on Instagram uh, under Tabika.Tabika, and that's T-A-I-B-I-K-A dot T-A-I-B-I-K-A. Also, Freedom underscore Fridays underscore Tabika. Um, also, my email address is beautifullycreatedb at gmail.com. Um, thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening. I'm also on the uh, following podcast, Apple and Google, um, Anchor.fm and Spotify. Again, thank you so much for following me and listening. listening. I really appreciate you. And until next time, please live the life that God created, especially for you. Thank you.